welcome to A Bridge, the podcast show brought to you by Nard and Pat Alphonse. On this show, we will discuss topics ranging from lifestyle, sports, entertainment, and events that shape our lives. None of this would be possible without S Street Media, so please hit the subscribe button, like, and share. It is because of them, our families, and loved ones that all of this is possible. So today, we bring to you episode number three. How are you, Pat? What's going on, my guy? No, no. What up, baby? Everything good? Happy to be back. Episode three. Uh, definitely, definitely. It's a definitely a good look, man. This one here is going to be special. Yeah, this is going to be a special one yeah, right yeah. here. You know, we got uh, X Falcon in here in the building. Ah, here we go. They X start Falcon the, in the building. Grady, what's the, up? We in here. Dame, Lawrence, what's up, man? They what's starting good, in front of Thank top, you for having yeah. me. Thank you for having me. Great yeah, today, today we got my guy, Dame Lawrence, man. I call him the good guy, man, because even the people who are doing what he's doing give him the utmost praise and respect, and that's hard in this culture that we live in today, man, because everybody got resentment, hate, and other words like that, man. But again, Dame, thank you for coming. You know what I mean? It's a pleasure to have you, and... I'm gonna let you take it from the top, my guy. Why don't you tell us about you? Um, my name is Damon Lawrence. Uh, come from a basketball family. I'm a best I got. Um, I'm a Scurry. Um, my God, shout out to them. Yeah, shout Scurry's out to my family. Cool. Shout out to Dale, Paul, Carrie, Mo, Tiny. Yes. Gina, Lynn. God rest my my cousin Eddie. That's right. The basketball uh, family, the Scurries. My cousin Cliff. Damn, the uh, shortest one. Yeah, facts. My son is six five. That's a fact. <laughs> That's, that's the shortest one, for thanks, real. Mom. Thanks, mom. Thanks, mom. But uh, so so I kind of grew up in the in the basketball family, uh, watching my cousins, uh, you know, get at it. Right, definitely. Um, so they inspired me, uh, and then they, you know, they did the right thing. They 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 took to me. They allowed me to uh, grow within the game. They didn't force it on me. Um, Dale, in particular, was the one that right, right, right. To the game. Dale is a teacher. Yeah, bringing Indeed. me to see uh, Mo and Tiny and Carrie. I got to see a little bit of Carrie. Right, right. Uh, and watching Carrie for the first time, and I only got to see him play three times live. It was amazing, man. Yeah, like, dude, he was a pro early. <laughs> yeah, it was. He was crazy. a pro early, man. Yeah, a lot of crazy, guys in the league man. are lucky. Yeah, a lot of guys in the league yeah. are lucky. And then and then working when I got to Boys and Girls High School, working as a dean, I got to be around Ray Haskins a lot. Right. Because uh, him and I share a mentor, Timmy Vincent. God rest. Oh, God Timmy bless him. Yeah, Timmy Vincent. Mr. Marcy Avenue. Yeah, Mr. Marcy Avenue. Right. Right. The Doctor of Streetology. Um, so, you know, he was you know he was telling me some stories, and I I didn't recognize that Carrie started so late. Yeah. The crazy thing is, Timmy Vincent told me one day that if you believe that the other guy you're playing against is better than you, you need to take your sneakers off and go home and choose something else to do. Agreed, he told me that all the time. <laughs> well, actually, he didn't have to tell me that much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, um, just hearing Ray tell a few stories about Carrie, it was amazing. Like, and, and, and then I'm just remembering what I saw. Right. Like, this guy was like a dog. Like, yeah. Like, like, yeah, he got like, after it. I thought he was Superman. Like, yeah. I don't remember who it was, but... He, like the, the 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 similarities for me being a basketball fan, a student of the game, it's like him and like Richie Adams, like magnified. Like he was athletic. I think he was more like Scottie Pippen. Yeah, but he was so he was yeah right. Yeah. He was so he was so athletic, but he had that Richie meanness. Yeah, like yeah, he that meanness. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Facts. Facts. His brother Dale is crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dale will make you like that. Man. Oh my God. But uh, but I saw Carrie do something that I still haven't seen done today. Like he stuck somebody on the backboard, brought it down, and threw. Uh, the outlet was still in Andre there. Andre Irvin uh, outlet on the way down, like 
Yeah. It was amazing, bro. That's crazy. I thought this guy was Superman. No doubt. I really no did, man. Shout out to Carrie, man. Shout out, shout out to Carrie. Word, I love you, man. Word. So, um, so that's kind of like how I got my start uh, in the game, um, and then it, uh, you know, developed a uh, preteen classic. And okay. Honor, you know, you had to play in preteen. So as a ten-year-old, he was telling me about eleven-year-old. He was telling me about this Marbury family. Right, right, uh, right. And, and they're not the only basketball family in New York, but yeah. shout out to the Marbury. And shout out to the Marbury family. Yeah. Salute and, them guys. And he was telling me about a kid I was getting ready to play. His name was Stephon. Right. So we okay. had a visitation. Who June uh, Scarborough and Murray coached. Um, right. You know, shout out to Murray. Shout man. out to Murray and June, man. Wow. Um, but um, yeah. Um, so he was telling me, you know, this is the guy. Early, early. <laughs> wow. But uh, Pat said that too. Pat said like Shorty was like that. The halftime, yeah. the halftime show at, at the Grady and Lincoln it was, games. It was amazing. So being around, you know, those guys and learning like the real game, how to triple thread and follow through correctly, and all of those things, um, how to probably throw a chess pass. Right, right. You know, being around like big time practices structure. and structure and right. games. I didn't see anybody catch the ball, and as soon as they catch a triple threat, besides myself, it was Stephon Marbury. Right. And so uh, Rafe Austin, shout out to Rafe too. Shout out to Skip. Who I had saw as a kid, because my my, my my dad had a cousin named Bubba that lived in Kingsborough. So okay. I, always, I thought Rafe was from Brooklyn. Right, but right. I didn't see him again until preteen. I think we might have been like nine at the time. Right. And and I, I was I was hurt. I got a bit by a bee in my wow. foot, so I couldn't play. So I'm looking at this kid like, yo, I could take that kid. I could take that kid. But I never got to see him again. So I'm like, yo, dad, when are we going off back to Husband Bubba house? Right, right. When we did go, I ain't see him anymore. Right. I run into him in uh, Emerson Park. I'm running some workouts with my young guys at Emerson Park. He's in Emerson Park training the kid. Nice. And we kicked it. And he was like, yo, you know, it's crazy how a lot of people thought I was from Brooklyn. Right. Because his dad was from Kingsborough. Right. So he used to leave Brevoy and head up that way. Everybody was like, where you going? And dude was like, home. Because everybody thought he was from Queens, even though he was from both. He was like Lloyd. Like, right. they lived everywhere. Right. And that's what he was saying. <laughs> All right. That's the conversation we had. Right. So I was even a little confused until last summer when he clarified everything. I was like, that makes sense now. Right. You know what I'm saying? And he didn't know that I had knew who he was by the time we got the preteen. Okay. You know what I'm saying? He didn't know that I knew him that's until crazy last how, I told him. That's crazy how a legend grows in the hood. Like, once you start doing things and you start playing ball and you start doing things that people who know the game can appreciate... You, the legend grows, and some of these yeah. kids stay with it, like Skip, yeah. Yeah. Um, Steph, Booger, like all these guys. It it really grows. Then, but enough enough is not talked about in reference to to you guys, the surrounding guys, the guys that pushed them, the guys that gave them problems, the guys that that made them have to be tough mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because it it was somebody bucking for that spot. That's a fact, right? That's a fact. So, um, you know. Like I was saying earlier before we got on there, I don't really care about what the outsiders think because the players know. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so when we see each other, we know what it is. Right, the camaraderie. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Right, the, the love. Point, yeah, to the point where when Preteen uh, did, uh, they, what was it, 30th anniversary. Okay. Um, I, I missed it. Uh, the, like when they, they caught Skip uh, uptown. Right. And he was like, yo, shout out to the kid from Brooklyn. He didn't even couldn't remember my name. Right, right. Uh, Yo, this kid had like 60, 70 some points. Yo, shout out to him. Like, that was the toughest. You know what I'm saying? And for him to say that. Yeah, you guys set the record down there one time. Yeah, one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You broke down Pilgrim record, if I'm not mistaken. It was, I tied Diggy Lowe. I actually scored my, both of my career highs against 
once against Steph and Skip, and once it was just me and Skip. Right, right. Because nice. Steph was at AAU Nationals. That's when nice. I broke the record. So I scored, I had a 56-point game. Nice. Uh, which tied Dickie Lloyd's record. Yeah. Um, and we probably punched him on like 20. <laughs> it shocked the whole neighborhood. Right, right, like, right. They just thought we was going to get blew out. Shout out to my boy Lamar Perry. He held me down that day. No Another doubt. Another Grady alum. Let's go, L. Oh, man. Here Another we go. So, so we had he, had he had his best game, you know, of the year, really, that game. I'm calling Bloomberg. We bringing Grady to Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get rid of probably Grand Street or one of them and put Grady there. Go put, yeah. put it, get it closer to the stop. Yeah, put it closer to the stop. But, uh, but yeah, man, so uh, so that's how it was for me coming up, um, you know, playing against some real quality guys, Sal, uh, Shandu, okay. uh, Tom Mack, nice. uh, Tinsley. Tough kids, Levar all tough. LaVar Folk. Very tough. Trevor Diggs. You know, shout was, out to was, Trevor. Yeah, he's coaching shout in China. Shout out to now. all of those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's shout in China. Out to now. All those Travis. Yeah, just Travis coaching out. in China. That's huge. Good for him, man. Good right. for him. Definitely, definitely. Good for him, man. He deserves it. He deserves it. Yeah, he put uh, the work in. Yeah, Agassi Prep. He, he won some chips at Agassi Prep and stepped yeah. over. And he was um he's a good character guy like yourself. Absolutely. Like, you know, like like I said earlier, it's hard to like to be doing things now because you have a million trainers, you have a million um handlers, coaches, a lot of stuff like that, but there aren't a lot of teachers. I can honestly say you are one of the the teachers, one of the guys who is who is teaching and um instilling the right things in the kids, helping the kids understand that there's books before recreation and helping them understand the classroom is more important than the hardwood. And so I really salute you on that, man. Yeah, absolutely. That's the truth. Um you know, these these young kids are being uh stared. Yeah. And Good mis- word. And mishandled. Uh, and they don't know no better. You know, and the parents, they just seeing dollar signs, and they don't recognize the, all of the work that goes into it. They don't recognize all of the behind-the-scenes. Right. You know, stuff that's, uh, you know, that happens with, uh, you know, with, uh, with, how, a- with AAU basketball, so to speak. Right. How, how, how'd you get into coaching AAU basketball? Uh, funny story. My cousin Pop, Tashawn Hanna, man, he came to me one day and was like, yo, this guy, Kamani, He's out there, he's the new director of the PAL, man. He wants you to come see him. I'm like, come on, come on, come on. Sounds familiar, sounds familiar, right? Come on. So I, I, I come on the block, and I'm like, I'm seeing, I see this guy standing outside. And this is the PSL on the Gates? The PAL on Gates Avenue. Okay, okay. So, uh, in my, you know, my grandma lived right, right in this building. Uh, in my room, my old room, I could put my ear to the wall and hear everybody else in the game. You know? <laughs> wow, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, the, so my room's right next to the PAL. So I'm like, who the hell is this commodity? So I'm coming up the block, I'm getting out of cab, and I see Bud. Sell, Shandu, and Kamani standing outside. I said, ah. Oh. This is the guy. Okay. So, so I walk over. I'm like, yo, what up, what up, what up? Kick it with them for a minute. Go check my son or whatever. Because, uh, you know, he went to 305. Right. Whatever, coming from work, picking him up. So we wound up kicking it. I'm, I'm listening to their conversation inside of uh, Kamani's office. And Shandu was with the light, and then Kamani at the time was with Juice, I believe it is. Okay. They're going at it. What, 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 what? This, that, the third. Yo, such and such. My kid going to do this. My kid going to do that. Right, <laughs> but the sales just sit there laughing or whatever the case may be. So after that conversation was over, I'm like, yo, what you doing? Like, yo, I do this, I do that. At the time, he was uh, leaving Tiny, actually going with Team Next. Okay. Uh, and just hearing the conversation, and mind you, I'm coaching Pro-Am Ball with Dickie Lloyd and Al right. Griffin and Jaquay Walls. I'm coaching these guys, and Phil Grant, Kennedy. Nice, Lewis. nice. Shout, shout out, out to, to Phil. Shout out to all those guys, Rance man. Robeson. We had a crew, man. These dudes couldn't really rock with us, man. We just right. dudes down, man. <laughs> Like it was a crazy, nice mob, man. nice yeah, mob. We had a crazy crew, um, uh, a franchise calf. We had a crew, man. It was crazy, man. But uh, I'm coaching these knuckleheads, getting headaches, <laughs> and I'm listening to this conversation. It sounds more fulfilling. 
Right, right, right. So Kamani invited me out. I sit on the bench with him uh, at a few events. And the next thing you know, he like, yo, dang, make this up, Joe. I'm going to go over here and talk to so-and-so. Now you're coaching. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, right. So you was hired. Yeah, you was working. Like, they didn't like, even know yeah. you was working. Okay. So by the, by the end of that summer. Shout out to Kamani, man. Thank you, Kamani, man. Thank you, man. Thank you. that guy, man. You tricked me, bro. <laughs> no doubt, no you doubt. You me in the love of the game again. I appreciate you for that. So uh, long story short, by the end of that summer, uh, Anton had came to Kamani with an opportunity uh, to start something with S. Carter. Okay, okay. Uh, and uh, Kamani, like, yo, damn, like, look, this is what's going on. I got these kids over here, boom, boom. I know you got some kids in the style. I like that kid Brent Jones. I like that kid... You know, kid Winston. Shout out uh, to Brent. Brent. I watched him on Sunday. I watched him on Sunday. I yeah, him on Brent, Sunday. I love yeah. Brent. Um, shout out to the Jones boys in particular. Yeah, yeah, Mama Jones. Yes, yes. Mom, she sister. actually goes to my church. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, we, we got it popping, man. And, right. You know, we created a bunch of, you know, stellar athletes who are also good young people. We just had a Zoom with them uh, over the quarantine back in, I want to say, uh, April or May. Okay. Uh, with that, with that S. Doc Carter team that won the Nationals. Uh, okay, nice. Kings wow, y'all took it all. Yeah, we took it all, man. Right. We took it all, man. We took it all, man. So who, who, old, who old did you have on that mob? Uh, Kaheem Hall, uh, PA Kid, uh, Fatty McMillan. Okay. Uh, Corey Edwards, Dave Sun, God rest his soul. Man. Right. I miss you, Dave. Yeah, shout uh, out to Dave, man. Uh, Chris Hampton, Harold McBride, Javon Pinkston. Uh, who else do we have? Uh, Air Jamaica, Joel Wright. Right. Uh, who else do we have on that crew, man? Had Phil, a mall pack, you hear Phil, Phil from Atlanta. Nice. Uh, we had a crew, man. We had a crew. Had a man. Mob. team right there. Yeah, we had a crew, man. What? Uh, Mark mob. York. We had a crew, man. All those kids were Division One, Division Two kids. Okay. You know what okay. I'm saying? But more importantly, uh, you know, at Jeff, where we ran our practices and stuff, right. like, like we had no classrooms and stuff. We had tutoring right in the bleachers, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like Not we had that's big right because it, it it was still mandated. Facts. Right, right. Facts. So that that's that's very important because you have so many kids that are just playing basketball. And nothing else. And, and nothing else. And then they're not even getting the proper tutelage in basketball. So now you're not becoming all you can be as a player, but yet and still you're definitely lacking in the classroom. Yeah, you're, and, and your character is, is flawed because right. nobody's telling you the right thing, teaching you the right things. And that's what I that's why I draw back from guys like Timmy Vincent right. and guys like uh, Sonny Lewis. And Sam Knotts. You know, yeah, like, like those guys. Those Mr. Guys, Clements. Yeah, those guys. Were, yeah, Mr. Clements. Dennis Miller. Yeah, those guys were instrumental in teaching me, you know, character, things right. of character and how to develop character and to lead you through life. Because after all, when, when it's all said and done, the basketball got to stop. At some point. You can't keep shooting. Right. And indeed. What, what, then what? Then indeed. What? Indeed. Very well said. Very so, well said. So I always had that in mind. Um, and me and Kamani always, you know, we always talked about that. It was trying to build it out. And the perfect opportunity came on board when Jay-Z didn't re us up. Okay. Um, he left Reebok or the, their contract with Reebok ended. How how was how was that with a, with a rapper's name attached to oh, it? Was, it? was he involved? It was crazy. He was not involved at uh, all. Very very oh. low involvement. But you know they did support us in some ways. Okay. You know what I'm saying. Okay. Uh, you know, there's still some things that we're waiting for that we Man. never got. You know, from, from, you know the AAU national team. The AAU story. We got, jack we got jackets though. That's the AAU story and, worldwide. And his face was definitely on the daily news. You no Rockefeller chains. None, none of that. None, none of that. Man, none no of that Riverside Hulk treatment. We got jackets though. We definitely got jackets. Oh, that's cute. Uh, and a bunch of sneakers. Okay. Um, but uh, you know, the perfect opportunity. You know, we did so well. Uh, that you know we we became the hot boys. Right, so right. I remember. To come run their program, 
Uh, and you know, we, we made the right choice by going to New Heights. Okay. Um, because they had the academic piece, the SAT prep, you know, the prep school push, you know, to get kids in these really good schools. Right, right, um, that's dope. But uh, but let me tell you, I'm gonna tell you a story about uh, with uh, S. Dot Carter story. So we going down to to uh, Newport News, Virginia. Okay. Sixth grade nationals. I'm up first. My crew was up first. So Kamani's in New York. I'm, I drive down to VA with the guys. Uh, we pull up in the hotel. So the lady looking, she like, S. Dot Carter. That J. C. T. So you know me. I'm a pretty modest dude. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, we we J. C. T. Like. I need seven rooms. Right. Blah, blah, blah. She like, oh my God, JCT down here. We got the SDOT Carter down here, girl. Hey, hey, hey. She went call the manager. Crazy. Everybody. It was crazy. So I had the budget, right? Right. Comped us four rooms out of the seven. Come on and get down. I'm like, yo, K, look. He like, yo, what you, you didn't pay you got extra bread? I said, dog, they comped us the rooms, man. They comped us uh, the rooms. Out the gate. They comped us the Because S.Dot Carter stayed in their hotel. Yeah, man. That's it kind of killed us at the Nationals because right. our kids got access to the pool. Yeah. And you know what the pool do. Yeah. Like, the game, you, you done. Yeah, your body beat. You got water legs, man. <laughs> so it was crazy, man. It was crazy. But that's sure. Brooklyn kids. Well, we can go in the pool? Oh, yeah, we in there. No, and I told them not to go. Yeah, of course you did. And them ladies <laughs> let them in, man. I'm like, come on, man. We oh, get up to the game. These dudes is walking like they. I'm like, oh. I said, yo, kid, we're going to take an L, bro. That's tough. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah, so, uh, you know, that turned into uh, New Heights. Uh, me and Kay met with Nick Blatchford. Okay. Uh, up in Washington Heights. And the thing that I, that I, that stood out to, with that meeting was, uh, before we accepted, um, was Nick asked myself and Kamani, like, what are you trying to do with this basketball? Right. So I can do my best to help you. That right there was like. Sell the deal for you. No deal breaker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and, and then tell me how I can help you. Like, what are you trying to do? You know what I'm saying? And we all, we all knew what and, the money goes were. And, that's, and that was, that's always been my issue AAU-wise in the town because there's not. There, I mean, there, there are outlets. But for whatever reason, like our good coaches, yourself, um, Tone Davis. Tone. Tone, shout out to Tone, PT, yes sir, two claps, shout out to him. Um, Kenny Pretlow, a great coach, like he's at Castle Hill, if I'm not mistaken, something like that. Like so many of our good coaches are coaching kids outside the borough. And I wonder what is it about the borough that we can't keep our coaches? Well, we, 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 we can keep the coaches, but the problem is guys gotta be a little bit more humble and what their abilities are and okay. what their talents are. And I'm not speaking about, you know, anybody we named just right, now. Right, right, right. But that's the overall issue. Okay. Right, because guys want to put themselves, they, they want to put the cart before the horse. Okay. You, you understand Makes sense. That? No, definitely. So, so, so this is why we run into those issues. Um, for instance, I'm a gym rat, right? And the reason why me and Kamani work so well and we have so much success is he let me do what I do. Right. While he went out and rubbed shoulders and politicked and got things rolling. Right. You know what I'm saying? So when he come back, everything is, we squared away. Right, you build the core. Like, right. like you had him in the lab. squared away. So now all he got to do is come back and game plan. You know what I'm saying? And then whenever he pick and choose to get in the gym and work out and train the kid, he could do that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. I, I don't have a problem stepping back. Understood. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I can get on his bench and stand up and coach. He got no problem with that. He can get on my bench and stand up and coach. I definitely ain't got no problem with that. Right. You know what I'm saying? No so, doubt. You know, because there's a respect. And, then you know, we understood what our limits and 
you know, skill sets were. Okay. And so that's why I kind of like work. It's just unfortunate. Right. You know, he left and went to college and left me at New Heights. Right, right. Left you at New Heights. <laughs> left New Heights to you. Yeah. Okay. Man. All right. We'll take that. But you still had them kids janking. You still had no, them we, winning. We, we did well both yeah. times he left, man. Right. That's, actually, two two of our major teams actually got a little bit better. Right. Where is he, where is he at now? He's at UConn. He's doing he, his thing at UConn. Because he was at Minnesota. He's at Minnesota. Minnesota. Okay. Yeah, it's about to go up at UConn, man. Right. Enough shout, shout out to UConn men's basketball, man. Right. Shout out to men's basketball. Hey, man, nah, that's dope. Getting ready, getting ready to get it done, man. Talib right. over there with them. They getting ready to get it done. Oh, um, Talib, yeah, yeah. um, the guard yeah, yeah, that yeah. that played there. He yeah, want to chip there. Boy, Richard Springs there. Yeah, right. Yeah, they getting ready to go up, man. It's going okay. Down. It's going down, man. But um, yeah, man. So, what yeah. what's what's the disconnect with this new basketball and the old basketball? The basketball you teach. What's the disconnect? So the, the biggest disconnect is all of the availability of basketball. It's too freely and readily available with no rules and no explanations being shared, no guidelines. Okay. Um, so, for instance, tomorrow, Joe Schmo can just start a Bill Bodega All-Star basketball team, and nobody's going to question him. The parents don't question him. Right. He has no basketball background. He doesn't know how to, you know, like you're telling the kid to play a 2-3 zone. You have no practice. You have no practice uh, to teach the 2-3 zone, but you're telling the kid to play a 2-3 zone, and then, you know, when the kid is not able to function in that situation, you're screaming at the kid. Right. Like you right. got to practice that. And first right. of all, you got to know how to teach it. Right, exactly. So first thing I look for when I walk into a gym and a guy's coaching is if you don't have no clipboard, then your kids are ill-prepared. Okay. Where's your clipboard at, my man? Right, because what are you showing them? Right. But, but And that's, that's the argument I have. We've had this conversation several times in passing. My argument has always been you have all these coaches and not enough teachers. A kid is telling you to – a kid is crying to you for help, and the coach can't teach him – the coach can't show him and teach him what he needs to know because the coach don't know, you know? And it's like everybody's a coach, and it's like how does a kid learn – like I watched a kid I – I, I think I said this last week. I watched a kid in – West Fourth get trapped three times at half court, and the coach says to him, "Like, why I gotta tell you what to do? You've been playing basketball your whole life. Like, how is this kid supposed to get better? The kid is doomed at this point. Mm. The kid is doomed at right. this point. And that's a that's a point. That's one of the that's one of the things that I mean when I'm saying that kids is too readily available. Okay, right? What's your purpose for playing basketball? What are you trying to get out of basketball? Where are you trying to go with basketball? So if you don't have answers to those questions then you need to be exploring something else. You could be a violinist. You could be a, a techie. You can be, you know what I'm saying? There's right. so many other things. We need doctors. We need lawyers right now, right? It's the same thing with parents and stuff. When we speak to them as, as, as coaches, as, as students of the game, and we try to tell them, like, all these parents want their sons to be in or daughters to be in exposure camps. And I try to explain to them that, like yourself in the past, you have explained to people that, in an exposure camp, inside the word exposure is the word exposed. And if a kid isn't ready and you put him in his camp, he is going to be exposed. Absolutely. And when these coaches write you off, a lot of times there's no coming back right. from Right, a that. lot of times there's no coming back. Like you have to do something outstanding. Right, so this is why they need... Well, you got to grow five inches. Right, but this is why they need what you're doing as an instruction to, to instruct them on how to be a basketball yep. player. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, 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 again, so for me, just my experiences. I've, I had my most success as a basketball player when I was an extraordinary person. Okay. 
when I start dipping and dabbing into bad habits, hamstring issues. Right. You know, because you wasn't taking care of your body, wasn't doing right. Okay. Knee issues. You, you understand what I'm saying? And then I, I wasn't able to perform at an optimal level. Right. Right. So, so, so it correlates, right? So if you're a good person and then you work hard and you and you train the right way and you treat things the way it's supposed to be treated with dedication, with care. Right, with energy, with effort. Nobody coaching your effort. You can't coach effort anyway. Right. Right. Then you're gonna the, the outcome is gonna happen. You know, you're gonna, you'll get the results. But uh, if if you're cutting corners and you're missing workouts and you're missing training, for all the kids right now, we got we have four gyms at the Post BK. Shout out to Lala Harris, man. The Post BK. Shout uh, out to the Post. Right, which yes. is managed by Brooklyn Sports Club, which is our program, right? My current program. Um, there's no way we shouldn't have been turning kids away every session, every two hours. We should have been turning kids away. There were days when wasn't a lot of kids in the gym. Right, right. You know why? Because they're running to these little makeshift. Because there's no tournaments. Right. right? So they, they run, run to the makeshift, makeshift workout, events. makeshift open run. Right, makeshift okay. events. Right, and picking up more bad habits. Right. And then when they come back and they with me, I'm reteaching you what I just taught you two weeks ago. Right. Like we worked on this for two weeks. You was going for three days. And you now come you don't back have on it. The fourth day, and you already forget. Right. Not focused and not how to, focused. How to use a screen, like you looping around the screen, expecting the defender to run into the screen. Go right. Straight line, my man. Right, exactly. Rub him. You got to right. rub him. You, you got to rub him off the screen. You, Indeed. You looping and you bend it and he's right there with you. And you wonder why you're not open. And you wonder why he's turning you over. Right. So, so you know, just, just you know, it's just basketball is too readily available in, in New York City, man. Like, you know, you play for Riverside and the Gauchos, those were the top two. Then you had the Broncos and Brooklyn USA. Right. You had the BQE Express, had a little run. You also you were also with the um the Wrens also at one time. Just right? for a hot minute, yeah. I okay. was I was at the foundation of the Wrens. Um okay. shout out to Sean Monk, shout uh, out who to actually Smoke. introduced me to my partners Lala Harris during that process. Okay. Uh and it's been it's nine years later. Okay, good. Beautiful, beautiful. So uh, yeah, Sean Monk's a good guy. Shout yes. out to him, man. He don't get enough credit, he get a lot of criticism. Um, like everybody running around here is perfect. Right. It's not perfect. Well, you know, everyone has these that that pointer, that finger. Everyone's want to point what's wrong with that guy, but no one's saying what's wrong with themselves or how can that guy be better. And that's what we speak about all the time in reference to us loving on one another and having respect for each other and um, just want to see the other person do well as well. Yeah. And, you know, I don't have to like everything that you're doing. I would kids would have to respect what you're doing because some a lot of people are doing what I'm not doing, yeah, and vice versa. And we have so many people like this society that we live in right now with social media and all this stuff. People have so many platforms and have the ability to assassinate a person's character while or, falsifying information, right? Falsifying information, right? And it, it, it's it's crazy because these kids need us, like they need you, like they need they need the Dame Lawrence, they need the Anton Marchands, they they need um. Another Dennis Miller, um, another Mr. Clemens, another Mr. Vincent. Like we need these people, and like it's such a shortage. Yeah, it's such a shortage. Like it's like we're not. Like I always tell kids, if you're not willing to put the work in the classroom and bust your tail enough to work as close to getting zero balance for college as possible, you're wasting your you're parents' wasting your time, time as well as this coach's time. I'm gonna give you an example, right? So two weeks ago. Uh, one of my um, so Ken Lloyd uh, Henry, he's a teacher. He's now one of our uh, probably our he's probably gonna be our academic uh, advisor, our okay. academic director. Um, he came to me and was telling me about a kid 
who has 13 credits going into his junior year. How was he going to his junior year with 13 credits? Going to a prep school. So I heard what he said, but I didn't pay it no mind, right? About two hours later, his mom texted me. Hey, you know, my son is asking me about I don't know anything about that stuff. I said, ma'am, let's talk about academics first. So you go to Bedford Academy. He hasn't played a game yet. Because you need 80 to play at Bedford Academy. But, but you should also have 33 credits going into your junior year. Right. So, and the kid is talented, but he has a poor attitude, um, and he's delusional. Right, but he's delusional because basketball is so readily available. Right, right, and he thinks just because he has talent, it's going to work for him. It's okay, not. Right, right, right. So, so first of all, I know Raw Phelps. We all know Raw Phelps. Shout right. out to Raw Indeed. Phelps. Shout out to Raw Phelps. Shout out to Bedford. Um, Mr. Muhammad too Mr. runs Muhammad a great Beth. school over there. Yep. Shout out to them. Yep. So, so, so Brent Jones, you know Darren Thomas. Right. You know Lamont Perry Jr. was going to be his point. Darren player. was Dar Darren's my guy, man. Yeah, that's my guy. Yeah, da my Darren's guy. my guy. Yeah, that's my guy. Darren was was stuck. Yeah. I, I had to grab him and take him up with me to New Heights, man. Okay. But uh, but um, you know um, the, these kids are living lies. Yeah. They're living lies. False living hope lies because false adults, hope and gander. Adults are telling them false information. Indeed. You know what I'm saying? Like so. You know, this is the big issue. So whenever you look at a kid, you can't judge the kid. You got to judge his, his parents. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You, you don't judge the kid until you see the parent. Okay. You understand? Like you have certain some situations and circumstances where the kid is a rebel. <clears throat> and he has a good family. He's just not listening to nothing. Right? But there's still a part that the parent played in developing that rebel. Right, right. ain't just being born like that. Right, I understand. Right? So, so, so. There's a, there's a disconnect on so many different levels. We don't really have parents anymore. We have mothers and fathers. Right. Right. That word parent is a very strong word. And parenting comes with making tough decisions where your kid might not like you for a while. And that's fine. Like my, my mom and dad made it readily clear out the gate. I will be the best friend to you because I can be your best friend. But we are not friends because friends, friends are peers. Yeah. Friends are peers and we are not equal. Yep. I am the parent. <laughs> you are the child. Yep. That's it. Yep. I had, my son had the key. Oh, my son bowed down a few years ago and was like, Yo, Dad, I used to think, you know how the kids say, you doing too much? I, I used to think you was doing too much, but I'm looking at my friend like, like I get it. I got it. Mm -hmm. Like these guys are un, they don't it, have no. It's funny, too, that you say that because one of the best days in my life, me and my son, you know, God bless my son, Rashad. We were walking home, and he said to me, he said, Dad, you know what's crazy? He said, well, he said, yo, you're not that bad. I said, what you mean? He said, no, I hear a bunch of stuff, or I heard a bunch of stuff coming up, but as I'm able to judge you now, I realize that you're a good dad, and you want the best for me. Yeah, that was it. I didn't need nothing else. I didn't need nothing else. So when your son comes to you and he says something like that, like value that, because that's big. I do. Because a lot of people... A lot of kids don't have their dad to talk to, yeah. or even their mom, for whatever reason. You know, in this society we live in, the TV is raising the child, mm -hmm. social media. Um, How about some kids have their mother and father and can't talk to them? Yeah, because there's no <clears throat> there's no parenting. Right, there's right? no parenting. You know, I'm, I'm raising my son like and he obviously I coached him. Right. I started a team for him at New Heights because he came to me. Yo, I want you. You always training Winston. You always training Corey. And I'm like, you will never do. I'm like, because I was waiting for that. So I let Paco, I let Screen, shout out to Screen. Shout out to Paco Screen. Paco turned them out. I let Paco get them, you know, and then and then I said, all right, cool, he won it. So let's, let's, let's stay there for a second because Paco was a pure problem. Yeah, he was, he was, he was <laughs> a, a pure problem. Yeah. I remember he came home from school. He was, they was calling him like 
the Texas Chainsaw Massacre or something. <laughs> he was destroying people uptown. Shout out to Colin Scream, yeah, man. Yeah, Colin Scream was tough. And his, dad, dad. and his dad. And his dad, Mr. Scream. Big Scream, pass the ball, Big Scream. Yes, sir. Yeah, the Raz was getting all them shots up, man. Pass the ball all the time. There you go. But but yeah, man, like so, you know, I started I started him. You know, I started a team for him. Um, and I coached him, so it was tough for both of us. Right. But uh, you know, I found a balance where I can do both. Um, because the one thing I didn't do was I didn't run any plays for him. Um, and I shouldn't have to if you were in the house with me game planning. Right. You know, and so he naturally became the best player on that team. Because he I can get twenty and I don't need I don't need no I, can, I don't I know need the ball. Get it. Right. You know what I'm saying? My dad gonna make me defend the best guy, whether he the big or the guard. You know what I'm saying? Right. I can rebound. I, I got good size. So right. You know, so a basketball player was formed. Right. So, right. Right. So, a positionless uh, basketball yeah, player. Yeah. That's so good. He was able to um, thrive, and it worked out for both of us. You know. So by the time he got to high school, and Coach Patu got him, it was like. Yeah. It was good. What high school did he go to? So he started at a. G A R, and then he graduated from. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> o M G man. Hey, that I'm sorry, age, I caught a brain fart. That, that, right? that age is showing, man. Yeah, I caught a brain fart. Everybody, yeah. give me a second. Well, you got a hundred schools in Dallin. your head. He went to Dallin for college. Right, you got right. He went to Dallin. Good school. Yeah, good he school. Went to Until they closed, and then he went to Concordia. Concordia, but, another good school. But uh, yeah, so so you know, you gotta have you gotta as a parent, you have to have you know tabs on your kid. Right. You have to have tabs on your kid, and most of these families do not. Yeah. You know, when I was coming up, they had the the the, the news show. Well, I was already in the house, though. No lies, like. They had a news show come on at 10, and it was like, it's 10 p.m. Do you, you know, know where your child is? These parents don't. And yeah, Barbara you know, always did. They calling <laughs> my phone. They texting my phone, man. Yeah. And I'm a, you know, I'm a high school administrator. I was a dean for a while. So it's the same thing. Yeah. It's the same thing. How can I get your kid that you can't get a hold to him? Right. And I only see him, you know, from 8, 8, 8 a.m. To, to, to 3 p.m. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, we got, a, we got a lot of challenges in front of us. Um, and Brooklyn Youth Sports Club is trying to, you know, we're trying to... Uh, Brooklyn Youth Sports Club, like... Tackle those things and help, you know, help families, help I'm, themselves. I'm looking here at the, at the brochure and, like, the, the cover in That's itself. That's my cousin, too. That's Mo Scurry, grandson. Okay, nice, nice. Shout out to Mo Scurry, man. This, like, the cover, it states greatness beyond the court. And that's huge, man. Like, we really... We really have to teach these kids that, like, they, they really have value. That's why here on A Bridge, the podcast, we like to speak about people who are doing so much more that looks like us. Yeah. There are so many people that are um, doing great things that don't get the recognition. And, um, again, because, man, I've been so overwhelmed to be here with this guy and talking about this, I forgot to... Um, Shout out S Street Media. I need you guys to subscribe, to like, to share, to tell a friend because this is an amazing platform. Like this guy doesn't do interviews. This guy doesn't do interviews, man. So um I'm I'm flattered and um to to have him and just like to hear his story and to know that like he's helping like so many people who look like us become better people. So they're not in position to be in situations. They don't have to go to Mr. Gilmore's house, you know, and get three hots and a cot, you know, and work for 15 cents a day, you know. He, he's so really just, to, just to shed a little light, so uh, so so far for me, uh, my proudest accomplishments have come from Brooklyn Sports Club. Nice. And this is why. So I'm going to go back to the rims. I met a kid named Elijah Freda. He was at South Shore with, with Smoke. Okay. Um, Smoke like, yo, he's never going to play. 
So one of my partners, Lau Freeze, he was the uh, AD and the head coach at Lamont, not Lamont, um, Trevor Day. Okay. And Elijah was an excellent student, um, great character, um, just didn't fit South Shore. Okay. Right. And he played on my freshman team with the Rims. Uh, barely played, barely got off the bench. Never complained. First guy in the gym, your coach, can we get some shots up before we leave? And me, him, Dame, Khalil Jackson, uh, and Darren, we'd be the last ones in the gym. Right. Getting some shots up, right? Never complained at all, right? Mind you, he scored 1,000 points in high school. Right? Wow, that's a lot of points. Uh, he went to uh, Bard. Okay. Uh, and during that process, a friend of the program's, uh, Dan Fagan's dad is Peter Fagan, who's the president of the Milwaukee Bucks. Okay. Uh, My club. Yeah. The Bucks. So uh, he, did a, he did an internship with them uh, for, quite, for several years. He now works for the Milwaukee Bucks. Huge. Shout out to Elijah Freda. Elijah Freda, man. Salute to you, my guy. Worked hard. Never thought too high of herself. Was humble enough to say, whatever playing time you give me, I'm taking that. Networking and, and being around certain people is huge. And I say that because we look at people who, who have situations where they have benefited from. And some people have worked their tail off. And other people have worked their tail off, too. But Oh, and got his friend a job who was also a... Program participant, Hakeem. They both work for the Morgan. Nice, nice. Shout I love to Shout out to the Bucks, man. That's my team. But that's my crew. <laughs> that's my mom. So, yeah. It's Anatin Kupo. That's the name. Anatin Kupo. People can't say that. That's my guy. You know? But what I was saying is, like, a lot of times the networks you build and, and, and your growth helps you to become a certain type of person or put you in a certain position. So... With Dame having trust in the kid, with Dame having trust in the kid and believing in the kid and, and speaking on his behalf and someone taking a liking to him, and look what he's doing now, man. So salute to all those people involved. Like, that's big. Yeah, that's, that's huge, big. man. That's huge, man. So, uh, you know, uh, we, we've, we've been doing our best to uh, help AAU programs cultivate and culture their kids. So Anton created a program within Brooklyn Sports Club called the Better Athlete Coalition that the Nike Foundation got behind. Uh, and basically it's a character development piece, it's a social justice piece, it's a civic engagement piece. Nice. It's also a public speaking piece and a research piece. So kids learn, they, they have to present projects, okay. they have to do research on civic issues, what's in your community, uh, that's, that's a value. What's lacking in your community, and how are you gonna get these things into your community? So that's these dope. kids are partaking in this, partaking in this stuff. Uh, Christmas time, they go to the Children's Cancer Hospital, give kids, you know, toys. Yes, they get to nah. see kids their age. That's huge. You know, living with leukemia and, 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 and cancer, and, right. and you know, and, and it's humbling for them, and it gives them an opportunity to see life from a different angle, like be blessed. Right, it's like you. what we had in reference to like wheelchair, right, classroom, right. things of that nature. Right for Thanksgiving, feeding the homeless families down at Brown Memorial. Shout out to uh, Reverend Clint. Yeah, that's on Washington, right? Yes. Shout out to Brown. Yeah, shout out to Brown Memorial. Uh, and in and, and one year, our kids actually got to see one of his friends from school with his family. He didn't know his friend was in the shelter. Wow. And he, he walked to the back, and he broke down to pull him out. Like, yo, he like, yo, that's my friend. And I said, look, this is what I need you to do. I need you to not treat him no different. His family is dealing with something that's out of his control. And I need you to just be yourself because you don't need to, you know. Right, put any pressure on him to make right. him feel away. Right, right. And, and, you know, and it was great. And, you know, that kid is now in the program. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. You know what I'm saying? That kid is yeah, now in the program. Each one teach one, man. So, uh, uh, 
So, you know, we like to do stuff like that, man. Like, everybody right. can't go to the league, man. Nah, nah, but it's huge. You, you have to do that because it's a long chain, man. It's a long chain. It's a long chain. Long, it's, yeah. it's a long chain. Yeah. Yeah. And I always say continuously, like, man, we got to really remember, like, what if the slaves would have quit? Like, you know, where will we be? <laughs> where will we be, man? <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. And we can't keep quitting. We can't quit. We got to keep pushing. We got to keep the foot on the gas. You know what I'm saying? It ain't about it. Ain't, ain't no Jordans. Ain't no special sneaker. It ain't none of that. You got to put the foot on the gas. Yeah. You got to put the same discipline in the classroom. That's what you guys emphasize on, which is huge. You got to respect people so you can be respected. You know, you don't want to walk in a room and people think that you're going to do something to them because you appear to be that way. You mm -hmm. want to be, you know, just like self-righteous in, in, in your character and your structure. So that's that's really big. So I really salute y'all, man. Really yeah, man. Thanks, man. Appreciate it, man. I, I work with great guys, man. Lyle Harris, Anton, they're, ex they're exceptional human beings. Yeah, I hear I hear those names. And they get every, it. I hear those names every week in my home. And they get it. Like yeah. they get it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people just don't get it. And it's not about you being white, black, Latino, whatever. Like you just you're a human being that gets it, mm -hmm. right? And you trying to you trying to make your mark and make a difference so somebody else you know, can push the envelope forward. Right, and we need to focus on that human being thing because so many people get caught up in the 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 class, the yeah. the, the the minority, which is which is so broken down. Which is not even actually true. It's not even true because everyone's a minority. Women, <laughs> men, blacks, um, LGBT, Hispanics, Asians, everything's a minority if you're not a non-white male. If you're not a white male, so... You know, it, it, it's so crazy, but we got to yeah. get back to being human beings, yeah. loving on each other, yeah. and, and, and wanting to help each other, yeah. and just, um, you know, being fair, being people. We got to yeah. get back to being yeah. people, man. Yeah. Yeah. We got to be back to, to really, to being people, to really, like, wanting to do the right, the right things for them, like, you know, so, like, for you, like, like, what are the best resources that have helped you along the way? Uh, experience. Um, okay. Experience and having good people around me. Um, having excellent uh, adults around me. Okay. Um, so, growing That's, up... Is that family and non-family? Family non -family. Okay. So, growing up, most of my friends, you know, I heard the adults telling them, kids should be seen and not heard. My grandparents, they, they wasn't like that. Okay. So, you could be seen and heard. In right? moderation. Just make sure that you know what you want to express beforehand. Because if I'm going to give you this platform, you can't make grandma, you can't make grandpa look crazy. Okay. And so I had to think, right? And if I said something crazy, my grandpa's big old black dude, he would pluck me in the head, bow, Oof. and say popcorn. <laughs> that was one of my nicknames, man. Don't laugh at me, man. Oh. He said, your head is not a hat rack. Your head is for thinking, not to put hats on and get haircuts. Right. So I had to think about what I was going to say before I said it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And if I did it, then I couldn't be in the room. But I could be right there with my grandparents. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. and, and, and with other adults respectfully because they didn't do non, you know, right, they didn't right, do right. crazy didn't stuff around them. Around you, right. right. And so that helped me, uh, you know, allowed me to cater to kids in a way that was, you know, that was really, really uh, exceptional. I allow kids to be kids. So even when I coach, uh, shout out to Trey Dickinson who was my very, very, very first point guard. Uh, on my journey through the AAU and the basketball with, on the youth side, uh, he was tripping. Like, I just allowed, allowed him to play. Like, yo, this is your team. Like, this is your team. Like, if you feel you can break him down off the dribble, you just got to make the right play. Right. And you got to take a good shot. You know what I'm saying? Now, we work on this stuff, but I need you to, you know, 
So, you know, so, uh, so I let kids play, you know, and then as the game started evolving a little bit more, by the time I got to the rims, we playing five out, man. Nice. Let's go out there and have fun, man. Spread. Yeah, let's go Coming have down. fun. Let's defend 94 feet. So that's th so those are the resources. Um, Timmy Vincent, Tippy McTurney. Shout out to Tippy, man. Tippy's the yeah. GOAT. Yeah, Tippy. All is of the these goal. coaches out here, that's AAU coaches, high school coaches. Tippy getting all y'all kids in college, man. Yeah. And Tippy you wanna get take you want to take Tippy credit getting for you it. in from oh, junior, man. from junior college to the D. Another story. Up. Another story. Phil Carr. I met Phil Carr. He was a junior. Just finished his junior year at Transit Tech. He never ever played varsity basketball. Right, Phil. Phil just signed in Sweden. Right, exactly. That's my that's my exactly. cousin through marriage. Right. right. So Phil, like, yo, damn, I want to play. I want to play. Couldn't play on none of the Rens team. He had to play on our Brooklyn Badgers team, right? Right. Which is where the Rens, which was partnered with the Rens and helped the Rens go up a notch. Whatever. Uh, Billy could play there. Lyle wouldn't play him. Phil was with me in the Holy Cross Parish all summer. His aunt calling me coach. Coach, it's Phil Diff. He's here, auntie. He's here. <laughs> it's Phil leaving. He's on the bus right now, auntie. But Phil worked his behind off. Had a really good senior year, the first year he ever played. He said, yo, coach, you think I, you can help me with college? So I had a couple local colleges come by and looked. And I said, you know what? This ain't what I do, even though it is what I do. Yo, tip. I got a kid about 6'6", six, six, man. He defend like crazy, man. He needs some work. Tip said, Damien. I said, tip, you know I don't. Right, said, right. Send him that. Sit him down. Look what Tip did with Phil Carr. Right. Look what Phil. Look what he did with Phil Carr. Phil Carr became a, a, a hell of a player at look Morgan what he State. Did with Phil Carr, man. He became a hell First of a player at Morgan State. At, defensive player of the year. Should have been the player of the year. Right. Should have been the player of the they year. They gave it to his exactly. team. Shout out to Phil Carr. Yeah. Shout out to and Phil. that new contract in Sweden, Facts, man. Facts. Right. Right. Everybody don't. Everybody don't get to go to Sweden. Phil, I need God. a jersey, man. So I can yeah. put up in my living room, man. So Absolutely. Oh, you can't come in the post, bro. <laughs> no more. Akeem gave one up. You got to get one up, bro. So, so, so again, man, that's like that's huge, man. Just for you acknowledging that, man. But what are some of the challenges you face in your profession? Delusion. delusion that's the biggest from, delusion from parents. Delusion from kids. Delusion from people we try to bring on the, on the outside and partner with. We try to help as many people as possible. Right. Right. So a lot of our kids playing AAU programs. We got Wren's kids, we got New Heights kids, we got Gaucho's kids. You know, we have kids from other AAU programs. Right. Because AAU programs don't offer what we offer. Right. Right? Um, some say they do and they get the funding for it, but they don't. Right. Right? Um, and so the Kings, uh, the Brooklyn Kings, uh, shout out to Mike Bunton, man. Brooklyn That's Kings. I made PS a stop 11, there too. Right? It did real well, yeah. I made a stop there as well, man. It did real well, man. Went to the chip, Conrad McCray, all that. Let's go. Right, right. There um, you go. There's, but, um, rat, there's Rat again. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and look, and, and Smoke stacked the team up on championship day. Anton wasn't there. Silk let him play. Oh, Went wow. Went got Marvin Prochet, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 Daquan Irvin. Oh, okay. He loaded uh, the Marquise deck. Marquise Watson. He loaded, he, he loaded the deck. And if my son don't get in foul trouble because goddamn officiate was horrible, we beat them. Right. Dane was doing them by itself. Shout out to my son. Shout out to Dane Lawrence. Jr. Shout out to little Dane, who's not little anymore. And got the MVP and the losing effort. Let's go. That's big. Yeah, that's let's big. Go. But that's <laughs> let's go. that's great coaching. That's great coaching for but real. The, the challenges are just getting people who have real ideals, partnering with people who have real ideals. That's actually, you know, that can materialize for kids. Yeah, genuine heart. Yeah, like what genuine. Are you, what are you really doing this for? Like, right. Like, what are you, is this for you or this for the kid? So those are the real challenges. Sometimes it's, you know, getting, you know, grants to be approved. Right. Uh, but, you know, when you're doing good work, man, God is going to make a way for you. Right, right, so, right. So, you know, even when we got our backs up against the wall, we always come out, you know, clean. Clean, you no know, doubt. because we do things the right way, the best that we can, you know, without cutting corners. So those, so that's like the biggest obstacle, obstacle I have, man. Other than that, man, it's just basketball. Right, Put me in the huge. gym, man. Give me some kids that want to work. 
and I'm happy. I could be there all day. Right. Well, right. not no more because I got, you know, my wheels is kind of <laughs> bad now. You know, brother, 44 years old. But That's it? Yeah, that's the Young obstacle, fella. man. And that's the obstacle, man. Because send this guy to the folk. store. 44? <laughs> like, if, you, if you're the youngest, you flying. As long as I can keep the change of the $50 down. <laughs> what? That's what, that's what it is, though, well, man. man. But seriously, man, like. What shout you? out to my brothers D Train and West Hubbard too, man. Yeah, shout West Hubbard. Shout out Dow Pilgrim, man. Dow, Bobby Cunningham. The, the that's muscle, my man. guy. Shout the, out to my Lexington Avenue. The mismatch A -Rock guys, problem. Man. My man, West Hubbard. Man. West oh, Hubbard. That's dude, right shout there. Shout out to boy. Moses, a.k.a. What? Wes. What? Wes was a mess. mess. Wes was a grown man in junior high school. And had he, Paul and he Brown. He was my next door yeah, neighbor. I, I took Wes with me to Coney Island for a tournament. I don't know what beef Wes had out there. He had the whole Tony Coney Island chasing us. <laughs> back to back to East New York. No string. <laughs> yo, the whole Coney Island. Once Wes he got out the car, yo, the whole yo, Coney Island chased us. Wesley Hubbard killed everybody. He had Paul Brown salivating, and and Big Apple. I'm talking Big Apple. Three on three. Wow. Brown is like, I gotta have him. I gotta have him. I was like, yo. Daryl Pilgrim, Daryl Tunstall, Lacey. Lacey Boy. Oh my gosh, Chicago. So, Chicago. Miami. Cassie Fuck. Cassie. Oh. I remember him too. Wow, that, that notion Avenue Mall was but crazy. You know, my favorite player growing up to go see back then was Darren from Tonkin's Project. Oh, Darren Robinson. Darren. I played with his brother in the backcourt, Lou. Yo, Darren Lou. with them little old shorts and the compression tights underneath. Yeah. With the Jerry Curl used to be killing dudes. And Darren was a pro. I Yo, seen Darren man. running up and down the sideline in West Forth yelling at Tony Campbell. He has my job. He has my job. And then he killed Tony Campbell the next week. Yo, I, I, said, I believe it. Yo, Darren. I watched him tap Tunstall out. Yo, this dude used to walk from Star Wright City to Soul in the Hole games. Darren was tough, man. Walk from Star Wright City, didn't play. I used to love to see him. And you know who else was one of my favorites on the low? Big Terry. Big Terry, Terry. From I'm a Big Terry? From, um... Uh, where was Terry from? Was he from Marcy? I think he from. I think he was from Marcy or, or from along that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big yeah. Terry. Big Terry about like six, seven, wide body, had a jump shot, could put it on the floor. Remind yeah. me a little bit of Derek Coleman, just yeah. was writing. Who like who who is um like other than like 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 your family? Who are some of the people that was in, influential in your life? Uh, in regards to adults. Yeah. Adults, well, or even 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 if you have some peers that motivate you, because a lot of times your peer can motivate you. Yeah, that's true yeah. too. That's true too. And a lot of people don't realize that, but a lot of times someone you around, someone you around can like really help adjust your focus. Right. So so that guy would be, well, again. It would be. It would, I got to come back to Stefan. So when Steph started playing with Brooklyn USA, Mr. Marbury used to open up the Y. I lived on Gates Avenue. That's right around the corner. I lived on Gates right. and Mars. That's right around the corner. So I got to be the first dude there. So so just watching his work ethic. It made me understand that I gotta step my stuff up. You okay. know what I'm saying? Like I gotta Indeed. work a little bit harder. You know, um, and uh, you know, I, and and then I did. Right. You know, and right. I did. So uh, clearly, for my for my era, he was the he was the goal. He was the guy everybody shot after. You know, he was the guy everybody shot after. So uh, it was Stephon Marbury for sure. Um, and that's huge. Who else I'm gonna say Preston Greenwood was a guy that helped me along the way a lot when I was going through my you know my stuff at Grady. Preston helped push me through. Okay. Um, uh, who else? Tippy, Tippy helped push me through. Um, who else? Uh, my, my my grandma, my I grandma know. for sure. My mother was basketball though. She couldn't care less about basketball, man. <laughs> well, she drove her crazy, yeah, right? She could care less, man. She could care less. But man. grandma, the, the, the matriarch, man. Yeah, grandma. Grandma helped me through a lot of stuff, man. Even to this day, man. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like when I have some stuff I need going on, 
My mom is like me. Oh, F them people. My grandma was like, listen, this is what you play. Let's get to that first. Right. And then we're going to figure out okay. you know, how you're going to deal with it. My grandma was a realist. You know what I'm saying? Right, but right, she right. do it with such a, in a kindly manner that you could accept it. Right. But also, too, they, that, that whole generation, the nurturers, the teachers, the teachers, there's, we're not leaving nothing undone. Yeah. We're not leaving nothing undone. We're yep. going to. We're gonna um, we're gonna address this. Yeah. Like I always say all the time, had I listened to my mom, had I listened to my mom come up, I'm talking about just in in finances, I'd be a real real big thousandaire now, real big, <laughs> real big, like thousand, yeah, with deep, a deep thousandaire. I'm talking about six columns, man. <laughs> like for real, I wouldn't have two commas, but I, I would be right because like she understood numbers mm-hmm. and she also understood how to how to make things work. And she 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 instilled in us certain things. Like it wasn't no quit. Like it ain't like now. Mm-hmm. You sign up for a team and you didn't now make you it, and then you, you don't like it, so you could leave. Nah, it wasn't quit. that. If you if you partake in something, you had you had to see it through. I had a kid, so so I took one of my guys up to the Gauchos gym. Shout out the book, Riches too, man. Excellent Shout dude, out man. The book, stand up right. dude. Book invited. He's like, yo, bring this shorty down. I keep hearing about this kid. Bring him up to the workout. Took him to the seventh grade workout. So I'm watching this kid that's supposed to be one of the top kids on the team. Billy Turner's son playing on that team too. He's right. the goods. I already knew he was gonna be the goods. Right, right, right. Uh he's solid, just high IQ, high motor, super competitive. Very unselfish, make the right play almost every time. You can't turn them over. And this is as a sixth grader going into seventh grade. Right. Uh, so uh, I'm watching this kid. Every time Book is checking him, you know, his shoulders are slumping. He's uh, he's uh, blaming everything on everybody else. And right. Book was just slowly like schooling him, like, nah, this is what you got to do. Right. Like, this Teaching is what him. you did. You know, and you don't see that anymore. Right. You know, you don't see that anymore. So when I left, Dwayne Mitchell came over to me. He's like, yo, your young man stuck through that, man. Like, most kids would have quit. Right, right. And I'm like, Dwayne, he in my gym every day. Right, so his character is Y'all different. not getting it. Y'all not giving it to him harder than I give it to him. Like, as soon as you walk off, he about to get it. You know, I want to, first things first, I want to thank you. Thank you for, for being here. Man. I just got to ask you the question, because this is our thing. What does bridging the gap mean to you? Uh, it, it, it means leaving no stone unturned, man. It means leaving uh, the next generation in a better situation than you were. Um, giving it up. You know, a lot of elders, they try to hold on to things for so long. Yeah. Got to um, let go of that mantra. Right. So Sam Joseph, shout out to Sam Joseph, one of our alumni. He has his own uh, uh, Outwork Skills uh, 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 program okay. and company. So, salute to um, Sam Joseph. I, I took the back seat this summer. He ran all of he ran all of our workouts for our elementary and middle school kids. Like that's what we do. All of our campers, they come from their they're, they're former participants. Right. You know what I'm saying? So we can't we can't remember that people. Everybody listening, remember that we can't hold on to the mantle. We gotta we gotta, we gotta be give it up. We gotta make the next person better. Think about this. Timmy Vincent, who was my mentor when he was in the seventies. Right. Late sixties, early seventies. The, this is what he told me. He took me out to uh, Louisiana. I got to meet Shaq. We went to uh, Lester Roberts' gym and all of that stuff, right? Just him and I, right? Um, the first thing he told me when we got on the plane was, I should have had somebody like you 20 years ago. We wow. tried it with one guy. We know who that guy is. It worked out to some degree, but there was no one after him. So wow. Brooklyn USA wound up getting sold, clearly, right. to... Tommy Sikignano. And so that's how me and Mel and all of us got, right. you know, to Brooklyn USA. So bridging the gap means giving it up and making sure that the next generation can carry on the torch, you know, when you step down when you need to be stepping down as opposed to waiting to the very end and it's too late. Right. You know, it's too late. No doubt. I want to say thanks again to S Street Media. Click, subscribe, like, share. 
please, everyone, um, come out and support those guys, man. And I want to thank you all for tuning in, for listening. And first and more importantly, me and Pat, we want to thank Mr. Damon Lawrence, the people's champ, the performance enhancement specialist. Extraordinaire. Thank we you. out. Thank you. No doubt. Definitely. Thank you for having me, guys. We good?